Saint Ignatius has the mantra retreat. And this is a retreat that every Jesuit has to do at least twice in their life. And the retreat is designed in such a way that it follows four weeks, but not the way we count the days. It depends on what is being meditated upon. And each of these weeks has a particular purpose. So the first week is all about internal cleansing, where the retreatant is asked to look into themselves and to see what are all their sins, what are all their struggles, what are all their blocks that would stop them from choosing to follow Christ. And then week two and week three is where the retreatant reflects on the entire life of Christ. So starting from the incarnation right up to the resurrection, the retreatant is just reflecting on who Jesus is. So by the end of these three weeks, the fourth week begins what we call an exercise known as the contemplation to attain love, where the retreatant is able to see how God is in nature, how God is dwelling in everybody, and then they make the choice to follow Christ or not. So that is the dynamic of the spiritual exercises. And we see a similar dynamic happening during the period of Lent. In the first weeks, it was more internal cleansing, internal transformation, where you were called to abstain, to fast, in order to kind of cleanse yourself from within. But as we progress towards the end of Lent, we find ourselves moving outward. It is how has all this transformation helped me understand Christ better? How am I now an instrument of love in the ministry of Jesus? So what we are really looking at is the ministry of love. And therefore, when we talk about love, what is this love that we are called to really manifest through who we are and what we do? And the best example of it or the best description of it is given in St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians when he gives you, where he gives you a complete description of what love is all about. Love is patient, love is kind, love is gentle, etc. But there are three things that I would like to use from that to kind of help us understand today's gospel. And the first one is that love always protects, love does not dishonor, and love is not easily angered. So when we take the gospel today, it is the woman caught in adultery. But we have a lot of symbolism happening. For example, or rather let's take the three characters or the three people that we would focus on. The first are the Pharisees. The second is the woman caught in adultery. And the third is Jesus. Now the Pharisees were the ones who were always judging, always condemning. And because they were so focused on condemning others and judging others, they had no room to honor other people. They had no room to protect other people. They had no room to love other people. And therefore, these, in the context of today's gospel, the Pharisees represent judgment and condemnation. But very often, we tend to focus outward. We think of judgment condemning as we doing it to somebody else. Sadly, it is very strong even for ourselves when we do it to ourselves. Sometimes we can be very harsh, we can be very ruthless because of all that we have heard about ourselves, we condemn ourselves even further. And the more negative we are with ourselves, the more negative we are going to be with others. 
And this is something that I could speak of from my own experience. I know how things were for me initially when I used to look at myself with disdain. I would look at myself so negatively that I automatically looked at others in a very critical way. But as I began to grow in an understanding of myself, as I began to grow in loving myself, I realized I just learned to love others better. So one thing we can be called to really look at or question and we can call, we could ask ourselves is how often am I a Pharisee to myself? And how does that affect the way I am with other people? Because sometimes this condemnation means we may lose focus on loving ourselves. Condemnation, forgiveness, and love all go together. And I like this little anecdote, but a disciple comes up to the master and he says, Master, how do I forgive? And the master says, when you stop condemning, forgiveness would automatically happen. In other words, when we learn to love ourselves, we learn to appreciate who we truly are. The second is the woman caught in adultery. Now she symbolizes brokenness and woundedness. She symbolizes what it is to stand condemned. Whether we are condemning ourselves or whether we are condemning other people, how does it feel when condemnation happens? There's this inner feeling of not being accepted, etc. And therefore, she also rep reflects what will happen to Jesus later on, because he too stands condemned at the time of his, uh, the passion. So when we look at Jesus, he bends down to write on the ground until today. None of us really know why he was on the ground and what was he trying to write. But all we know that in the context of today's gospel, he was going down to her level. At her level, he could understand where her pain was. He could understand where her brokenness was. And most likely he realized that her act or the sinful act was stemming from her brokenness. At that level, when he was at her level, he could look at the world from her perspective and he realized that she was much more than what she had done. And therefore, there's this movie, Jesus, which I think is 1999, where we have this incident happening in the movie, and right after the movie, there is a little dialogue that Jesus has with Mary Magdalene. And in that dialogue, Mary tells Jesus, you treated her, with reference to the woman caught in adultery, you treated her like she was worth it. And Jesus' response was, yes, and so are you. I think this brings us to what Jesus represents in our life, which is simply the ability to accept the sinner and yet condemn the sin. And I think this is something very, very difficult because we tend to associate the two together. We tend to associate what a person does with who a person is. And that creates a lot of problems for all of us. My pre-Novishit director, that's the year before I joined the Novishit, he always said that Jesus doesn't love us for who we were or for who we are. He loves us for who we can become. And the love that we talk about in the ministry of Jesus is a love that transforms. It is a love that allows us to become the better version of ourselves. Because when we become the better version of ourselves, we are always looking at ourselves and the other with love and not through the eyes of judgment. 
which means compassion flows when we are able to look at ourselves as well as the other through the eyes and heart of Jesus. And I think that is something we, can, we are called to reflect upon in today's gospel. And Lent has already given us a lot of time and a lot of opportunities to heal ourselves. But at this moment, we still have time to see, maybe ask ourselves, am I very often like the Pharisee, focusing more on condemnation and judgment? Or am I like the woman caught in adultery where I'm focusing more on my brokenness and my um, woundedness? Or above all, am I like Jesus where I'm focusing on love and acceptance? And it's not a point of judgment or a condemnation. We're just called to reflect and see where am I and where would I like to go? And what more can I do in order for me to move from being a Pharisee or the woman caught in adultery to becoming more and more like Jesus, so that once we're able to transform ourselves and look at ourselves the way Jesus does, we will be able to experience a more deeper and meaningful Easter. Amen.